0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to all on this beautiful, if rather blustery, Sunday morning. when the great gift that the solemnity of all the saints lands on the Lord's Day. And all the children of God might rejoice in that great gift. And what is the solemnity of all the saints? It is that gift wherein we venerate in one celebration the merits of all the saints, all the great and mighty ones we know who lived those heroic lives. Mary and Joseph and Peter and Paul and Mary Magdalene and Agnes and Cecilia and all up and down the history were in the statues and stained glass windows and the books and all the saints who we do not know whose hidden lives nonetheless glorified God and the Savior Jesus Christ. And so we have the merits of all the saints we celebrate in the one celebration and ask that through the prayers of so many intercessors, we can have an abundance of reconciliation with God. For that is the Christian life that is a saint, one who while on earth worshiped God to the best of their ability in heroic way and through that worship and love of neighbor brought grace back into the world. And so rightly do we hold doctrine that as they lived on earth now they live in glory and in that beatitude and communion they indeed are friend to us now as they were friend to those they knew on earth and can intercede. And who are these people? Revelation 7, 9 through 14, who are these people? They are, quote, a vision of a great multitude which no one could count from every nation, race, people, and tongue. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb wearing white robes, holding palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, salvation comes from our God and from the th- who is seated on the throne and from the Lamb. These are the ones that who survived the time of great distress, washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb, baptized in Jesus Christ, living according to His gospel, saved by His merits, and glorious because of the goodness of their lives. And as that great host intercedes for us, we are not mere spectators in the arena but contesting in the faith. To quote the beloved Apostle, 1 John 3, 2-3, we are God's children now. What we shall be has not been revealed. We do know that when it is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope makes himself pure as he is pure. For the destiny is to dwell in light eternal, in that all holiness. And what is this purity? Once we are washed in the blood of the Lamb, what is this purity? It is to hearken to that poverty of spirit, that meekness which is daily challenged by the will to power, That mourning, when we wish to say, my life is my own, let others deal with their problems. No, blessed are those who mourn for the sorrows of the world. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who say, is not enough merely that I have full belly and warm clothes. Righteousness must prevail. Those who are merciful in a vengeful world, the one who suffers to show mercy, Clean of heart, I don't need to go into all of that. It speaks much for itself. The peacemakers, whenever the satyr, the sabre is rattled for war, it is the peacemaker who is the child of God. And those who are ready and happy to be persecuted for all those things, to have evils uttered against them falsely, these are the pure. And it is most powerfully expressed by the prayer we'll say after we make Holy Communion. After we, like the saints, we who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb by our baptism, we who have striven to the best of our ability to live holy lives, will then do as they did and give worship. for salvation comes from our God who is seated on the throne and from the Lamb. And then we will commune with the blood of the Lamb. And ere we go out into the world, we will cry out to God and say, as we adore you, O God, who alone are holy and wonderful in all your saints, we implore your grace that coming to perfect holiness in the fullness of your love, we may pass from this pilgrim table to the banquet of the heavenly homeland. That is a happy celebration. That is the joy of the saint to, quote, come to perfect holiness in the fullness of your love. And so it is good to worship God with you, brothers and sisters. Yes, I bid you peaceful tidings ere we come to the election day. I have spoken on this topic many times. If you wish to hear a sermon about voting, go to the web page and listen to my sermon titled, Render Unto Caesar. That will explain it clearly. Many of you have voted already. Let us pray for peace in our nation, that above all those who know the gospel of Christ, who with their expression defend above all else that preeminent virtue, which is life, and the liberty to worship as we see fit, but then in a very peaceable way have no disturbance, whatever may come, and move from the passing things of the world to adore God who alone is holy and wonderful in all his saints, and to give us the grace to live perfect holiness in the fullness of his love. So that one day, whether they are many or few from now, we may pass from this beautiful pilgrim table into the heavenly homeland. Holy Mary, Mother of the Saints, pray for us. Ask Our Lady to keep you always fixed on our Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation comes from our God who is seated on the throne and from the Lamb. And His glory calls us to a life of perfect holiness in the fullness of the love of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.